Welcome to So Many Bits. I'm your host, Bill Nielsen, and joining me from his brand new state-of-the-art three-bedroom apartment in Chicago is Dan Schiffmacher. Dan, how are you? I'm doing well, Bill. I'm doing well. This is a change. It is, you know. Every, you know, I was in that other place for three years, and I'm not in the basement anymore, so. No, you've moved out of the basement. Yes. No more blogging for you. <laughs> yeah, all good things start in the basement, I guess. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> As a quick reminder, uh, more, you know, for Dan's sake than mine, uh, <laughs> So Many Bits is brought to you in part by the Second Wind Collective. For more quality podcasts like this one, please visit secondwindcollective.com for details. Or else. <laughs> uh, now, Dan, uh, you know, uh, normally we talk about what games we're playing right now, so sure. uh, hit me. Yeah, uh, well, Metroid Zero Mission is what I'm playing, and it, uh, I, I'm, I'm playing on the Wii U, I was listening to this other podcast, um, NVC, this IGN's Nintendo podcast, and they talked about Metroid and, like, this game, and I knew it always was a game, but it came out, I think, when did it, it came out, like, around the same time as... It came out around the same time as the DS. Okay. And it was a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. So, yes. it, um, I guess I wasn't paying, I don't know, I just didn't pay attention to it, and I was like, oh, this doesn't... Seem like it's a you know interesting. I didn't know what it was, and then I heard them talking about it, and and it's just a remake of the original Metroid game, and I love that game, and I don't know why I didn't, um, I, I don't know why I didn't uh, play it. So now I've been I downloaded it, I've been playing it on the Wii U. It is like it, it's an amazing. It's such a needed and updated, great, you know, update for. For the original game, and it's it's like Super Metroid, but like the original kind of thing. So I knew where everything was, you know, um, all the secrets and everything. So it was it's it's all still there, but it's all they all add more zones, and it just looks so much nicer. So that's what I've been Cause, been playing. Because I mean, like the original Metroid yeah. is interesting. It's historically curious if you're mm-hmm. looking at it, but not very good to play these days. And Zero Mission puts a whole new graphics engine in there the game feels sharper and snappier yeah. i think they added a couple like mechanics to the game they too. did they added because like the, i don't think the charge beam was something in the, in the original game uh i don't think i mean just in, uh, there's a whole there's whole new zones that, that they added where you like get that they have like little mini boss things that give you these different like things like um there's like a the the, the speed running like the um, yeah, like they had that, and it's really interesting for me to see how they took all those mechanics from Super Metroid and put them in regular Metroid, um, because it's because I know like you know where the different things and oh like, oh that's really cool to see how they did that or oh now you have to do this to get here and there's some like symbols and I think power bombs are in it too like they they really put like a lot of stuff in this game and I I, I don't I mean it's, it came out what ten years ago and I, I don't yeah. know why that I haven't. I haven't played it, so I'm really enjoying it. Well, I mean, as you mentioned, yeah, it came out right when the DS was coming out, so that was kind of a weird time. Yeah. If you're looking for a portable system, you're probably looking at the DS at that point. And then up until it came out on Virtual Console, I believe this year, for Wii U, it had gotten no re-releases. Uh, so this was the first chance yeah. to get it again. And it's been the last... Metroid franchise, 2D Metroid type game. Right, and that's what they were. People were talking about. They were talking about like because it's the 30th anniversary of Metroid, and so far there's been no. I mean, there's been some Mitomo like shirts that you can wear, like, hey, it's the anniversary, do this. 
but there's been no like eight bit amiibo. There's no been no not yet. I think I I I really think that when the NX launches, it's going to have some sort of Metroid thing. Uh, and I think that they're going to actually do something. I'll be disappointed if they don't, because they, because Federation Force didn't do well for them. I can't imagine it did, and it's not a Metroid game in right. any sense. Yeah. Like even if you're like, it's even if Metroid Prime is your Metroid, Federation Force isn't, isn't yeah. that. And well, that's the thing too. Is like I guess from what I heard, in the end of that game, they like tease another a greater mission or, or something uh, so like uh, that i mean if that means that there's an nx metroid prime game then sure or you know maybe yeah. it'd be a 3d game when you're on when it's plugged into the tv and when you take it with you it's a 2d game <laughs> that would be amazing if they could do that yeah because that's because we know what the nx is and like that's you know i don't know but um yeah, and that's like there was. They were also talking about um, Axiom Verge, which is another kind of Metroidvania type. That's right. Yeah, game. Um, I mean, there are tons of these games now. I mean, that was for independent game makers. That was like the bread and butter for a long time. Really, yeah. still is. Well, and also too, like that was also a big game. Uh, in the original NES game, it's like this is such a cool game. And you're exploring everything. What? She's a lady. What's going on? You know, like that was a a really cool um, thing that they did in a time where like everything was boys or girls. You know, like they didn't really. There wasn't a lot of like strong female characters in video games. I don't think. No, I, I agree. Uh, I feel like they maybe flushed a little bit of that goodwill away with like Metroid Other M, where she's like kind of handcuffed by this male superior uh, officer. You know, I haven't been eating that game. I started playing it. It looks good, but it's like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, because there's a game where she finally has a voice, and it's like, oh, they're going to let me use my various suit now because it's too hot in here. I'm like, that's what? No, you what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, just it, use it. Like, yeah. You're independent. You don't follow the... Ugh, so... That's that's what the last taste of Metroid was. Two, that was two thousand ten, nine, eight. It was something around there. I don't, I don't know. It's to be been honest, forever but... since a proper any kind of Metroid game that was like Metroid Prime Three came out pretty close to the launch of the Wii or the original Wii, and then Other M came like a year or two after that. So yeah, it was I have five I have years the, at least. I have to go. I have to go, I have the the um, the Steelbook thing where it had one, two, and three all in one. Oh, that's nice. It's a collector's edition, yeah. I traded in all my other ones to get it when it came out, and then I didn't realize that it's a collector's item now. I didn't know that it was a thing that's rare. But um, just the whole... Because, like, also, it's like, I, I was like, I wanted to play some sort of Metro game because of, you know, the 30th anniversary and all that. But uh, So what about you? What are you playing? So I have been playing a little bit of a new mobile game, or not a new mobile game, but called Magic Puzzle Quest. Magic. Okay. And... There have been many, many Puzzle Quest games made, but this one has Magic the Gathering in it, so naturally I took uh, a look at it. okay. And Puzzle Quest is, you may be more familiar with it just as a match three game where there's a big screen of like jewels or orbs or candy, <laughs> and you swap the placement of two of the jewels, orb, or candy, and if you can match three of them in a row... They disappear, and then everything collapses in to fill its place. Sure. You're not trying to crush the candy at all? No. There's okay. no candy to crush. No frozen candy to crush or okay. anything like that. Uh, instead, what you do is you gain mana every time you make a match. Oh, okay. 
And then while you're playing, you're drawing cards from a deck. And then when you hit, when you've gotten enough mana from the matches you make, you summon the card. You you summon a monster. Okay. And then every every time you you go back and forth, you get to make one move, and you always have to make a move that will match three on the board. So every time you you match, you also get to attack with any of the monsters you have in play, and you're trying to attack the opponent down before they can attack you down. Okay. And just like in Magic, there are a bunch of different uh, creatures with abilities. Like Normally you're just attacking directly the opponent, but sometimes you can have a defender and they have to attack the defender first. Or you have a berserker and the, the berserker has to attack the enemy monsters instead. And there's a bunch of different stuff like that. I'm just scratching the surface of the game right now, so there are a bunch of abilities that I haven't seen yet. And like cards reference abilities, I have no idea what they do yet. Because even though I've played a ton of Magic, they, they repurposed them for this game. Okay. Uh, so, like, yeah, Defender means something different in Magic. There's an ability called Renown, which means something different in uh, this game than it does in Magic. Stuff like that. Huh. And it seems to be pulling on the lore behind the game. Like, they've ma- been making a lot of efforts within the last few years to make the game characters more identifiable and build a story around them. Uh, so that means when you and I play, we are supposed to be planeswalkers. And then the characters in the story are like the most famous planeswalkers. They're Jace Bellerin or Chandra Nalar. Oh, okay. And uh, right now I started out on playing as Nissa. Nissa is a, gr- a green planeswalker, so she, so she uses mostly green cards and stuff like that. Hmm. And like you, you run into other characters that you might know from the story and stuff. Uh, so, so if you play the game match together, you would recognize like some of these things and characters and cards. Absolutely, yes, okay. you recognize that. And the cards, even though they've been repurposed, they they have the same artwork and the same name. Oh, okay, interesting. So, it, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of, and I haven't played this game either, but the pocket card jockey game that you were talking about, because like you're all, you're running, you're you it has to do with cards, right? And, and yes, then, and you use them to achieve something else. So it's like kind of a two step. Thing. And that's what that's what it reminds me because you're doing like the matching to get cards and then the cards to do something else and then right yeah and in, in, in puzzle quest it's like you you play the puzzle to do the card game and then the pocket card jockey you're playing a game of solitaire to do the horse racing game later oh, okay all right interesting I was wondering what would make puzzle quest different than like a candy crush or a tetris or a mario dr mario you know those kind of games um that's, they just had that extra dimension to it. Right, and there have been a bunch of Puzzle Quest games. This is far from the only one. Yeah. I mean, just, even just Puzzle Quest, Puzzle Quest 2, and then like Puzzle Quest in Space or something like that. Okay. So they've had a lot of time to like tweak the formula, but just because it's a more recognizable franchise and For sure. it's kind of a card game and I like card games, then I'm more into this one. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'll keep looking at that probably. It's 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 free to play, so we'll see how long I can stay with that. Before they ask you for money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just mention it. I'm not going to go into too much detail. I keep playing Overwatch. That's been great. Yeah, you know, I don't have a PS4 or... I guess I have a Mac, I have a Mac that can run probably that game if I wanted to play it. Does it play is it on there? They have it on Mac? I like think Steam? so. Uh, they have their own client, Battle.net, and I think that works on Mac, I'm pretty sure. I know my friend plays, like, Hearthstone on his Mac. Yeah, I know there's a bunch of different games that I've downloaded for, from Steam for that, but, um, 
I've heard it's good. It's Overwatch, really good. Yeah. Um, it's probably my favorite game I've played this year. And it's like it's a shooter, right? Yeah, it's a team-based first-person shooter. Okay. So I've been doing that a bunch, playing different characters in the game. And they all have their own stats and, and power and like things. Cool. Exactly. Yes. Uh, for the sake of our listeners, I'm going to I'm going to curtail the Overwatch conversation. We can talk about it off mic, just because I know if you if you haven't yet, I have talked about Overwatch in a bunch of previous episodes. So and he free. streamed it too. I I saw that. It's true. Yes, I'm streaming it through the So Many Bits Facebook page. Uh, still trying to work out the audio, so sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I've been doing that lately, and I plan to keep going with that. So yeah, cool. check me out there. Cool. I'm not very good. But I'll keep playing. <laughs> that could be a bit. You can keep that. Phil <laughs> tries over. <laughs> uh, so those are the games we've been playing. And that's what we've been playing lately. At this point, we're going to be moving on to our Choose Your Fighter section. Here, Dan and I will square off with one article, news events, or upcoming game that we've discovered until only one of us is left standing. Uh, for this section, since I had you go first, well, you know... I, I don't care. I think my topic ties into your topic. It's probably good to have the setup of yours first. Okay. So I think you should still go first here, too. Fair enough. Um, well, okay, so I want to talk about Super Mario Run. Uh, the game, they announced it like a week and a half ago um, at uh, the Apple conference, which, like, with all these rumors and everything coming out, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of things that, I, I that you know you're not surprised about anymore, but how they managed to keep that like under wraps, I mean, is is I don't know if it was a last minute decision or it's something they just you know because they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna have Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem out at the end of the mobile apps before the end of the year, and we know about those two for a while now, right? And they never mentioned Mario once, and everybody's like, oh, where's Mario? Um, and you know. So, like, watching the Apple conference live, and all of a sudden, like, they're, you know, like, uh, Tim Cook or whatever, like, you know, our, our games are great, but it's missing a character. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and, and uh, you know, then I was like, holy, and then Miyamoto goes on stage and just, you know, tells everybody about this game. And it's, it's it, it you know, it's a, it's a typical, it's kind of like a runner. It's a typical running kind of game with a Mario, you know, you have the different... Uh, platforming, you're just going to keep going, and uh, there's cool, some different modes and stuff like that, and it just, it's exciting for me because, you know, there are Nintendo games and things I always try to, like, I have a lot of fun with those games, you know, and, like, putting that, even just that, on a device that was it, 100 million, something like that, people have? Too many people have. A lot of people have. Uh, you know, is is easy for me to be like, hey, my, you know, to my sister or to somebody who doesn't want to buy a 3ds, um, but will likes Mario and will put, you know, download an app for five bucks or whatever it is it's going to be, um, and just play that and we could play each other and you know, kind of the way that I've been playing Words with Friends recently, like just. You find somebody that will play the game and you're into it, and the fact that I can play that game uh, with somebody, and it's like one of my, you know, it's Nintendo, it's one of my favorite companies, um, is 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 great. And in the idea that they're doing that, 
Because for the longest time, I always thought, I was like, okay, if, if Nintendo was ever going to make, like, a phone, I would hope that they would, like, hook up with Apple and, and do something. So in a way, this is kind of, for, in my mind, kind of that, because it's going to be on iOS first, uh, and it's going to be in December, um, and it really kind of shows their... Um, they're starting to loosen up a little bit with with their their properties, uh, as far as you know, like the the rights for their IP and stuff like that. I mean, they're smart, still being smart about it, but like you know, Hot Wheels cars with like Mario or, or whatever <laughs> that morph into them, Nintendo Land type thing in Universal Park, whatever that happens, um, that theme park thing is going to be like. I'm going to be like a 30-something-year-old person and wanting to go to <laughs> Nintendo Land, you know? Or um, So that's, like, a smart idea. Ha- starting to get mobile apps is good, and I'm glad that it's not a full-featured Mario game because, like, I-, I still want, like, these cool systems. I want them to... It's, it's like, the smartest move they can make because it's one of the... In, in, in a holiday season where they... They don't have anything big, big. Like, they have Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon's it, really. Yeah. Pokemon, and like then there's they, one game that I know of coming out for the Wii U. There's a Paper Mario game. Paper Mario, and that's October. Yeah, and that didn't look bad, but like you know, that's not. Um, that's clearly not their A team on. That. Yeah, I mean, their last game for the Wii U is going to be Zelda, technically, but like you know, it's. Um, it, the, the, I was worried about everybody's worried about like the holiday season. What they're going to do? Then they did the mini NES coming out in November, and everybody's like. People, so, like, people who've never, you know, who haven't played Nintendo in a while are like, oh, my God, I want to get this for 60 bucks. This is a perfect gift, you know, so that's going to make them money. And then this app comes out in December. <laughs> They're going to make so much money off of this thing. I mean, uh, what, what surprised me about the announcement was that how seriously both sides were taking the collaboration is that Nintendo is giving their sacred cow, their number one property of the franchise, to yeah. iOS yeah. And Apple is very, yes, uh, Dan just showed me the uh, Apple Store uh, front screen where the first notification you see is Super Mario Run. And the game isn't dated yet. No, it's just so, sign up for a launch day notification. Like, they know that it's going to be, like, it's going to be big. And just to see that, like, like there are uh, new games we love. And there's a plenty of games that are already out right now. And then there's Super Mario Run, which is number one. So, like, Apple's really, you know... Um, they're uh, they're they're putting all of their marketing behind it, right? They're, they're really serious su- really this. supporting it, and, and and as they should, because like again, Nintendo in the past, you know, since the advent of mobile phones, in the past ten years, ten eleven years, since uh, mobile phones have been like smartphones have been a thing and games have been a thing, you know, it's it's smart of them for Nintendo to finally get in on this and not to ignore it, even if the NX is a mobile type system. Um, you know, then uh, they still, I don't think, would be competing with themselves at that point. That's a key thing to all of their partnerships up till now is that they, it's rare, if ever, that they have produced like a Nintendo video game for another console. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing is like this is a game, but it's also it's like just it's not a you know because like another thing I was heard here now that people talking like. If this game came out in like a 3DS or a Wii U, we'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool, that's all right, but you know, we can't. I wouldn't want to. But this we'd game, be wondering where the next real Mario game is, right? So like this, for what it is, 
is perfect for, you know, and I think that's how they're approaching all of their, their mobile stuff. Um, you know, uh, and I mean, that's fine too. It's like, it doesn't have to appeal to me. There are plenty of other people who like games and are, can feel free to enjoy whatever games they want. Mm -hmm. If they're, I, and I don't want to be snotty about it. I mean, if there's a game that's, you know, more basic or, uh, more, we'll say elegant in its design, yeah, and straightforward. I, that's fine. I think that in the future, for the future of Nintendo, I think that it's going to be something along the lines of um, they'll have, and again, purely speculation, unless you know they've already announced details the NX that I don't know about at this point when this comes out. Um, I think they're going to have the like so in NX, which is like so they have one system to design games for, and then they have their mobile apps that they're designing for, and I think that maybe. And I could be wrong about this. Like, it, Super Mario Run might be like five bucks or something, six mm. bucks on a mobile phone. They did say it was going to be a game you pay for. Pay too. for that once, was, yeah. yeah. Like a free trial, but then like you only one payment, and then you that's it. Um, I think that's there wasn't really that was kind of hazy, but like I think that like, and I I think it would be smart of them to be like this game is six dollars on iOS, this game is $2 on our own soft hardware, you know, like, mm. that's, I think, because, like, I, I heard that, like, they want to take advantage of, um, like, Pokemon Go for, like, NX or something, so, like, it'd be really interesting to me to see if, like, you know, you can get these games for free or for a significantly less on their own hardware. Maybe it comes pre-installed on the first run of NXs. Sure, yeah, and, and, and... Um. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it wasn't NX wasn't short of a phone type thing. I, you know, I just, just we can. Yeah, all, I mean, it's just so much talk. Like we talk about it all day. And it's just like we, we just want to know what the hell. And like for me, like my brother was saying, he was talking to me about like what they're trying to do. It was like, well, if you think about, it, they've been trying to do. If this idea of the NX is true, they've been trying to do this idea for years. Like the Game Boy Advance GameCube connection between the mobile and the in the in the in the. In the uh, the console, the you know the Wii U even was like a more yeah solidified for the DS. Yeah. Yeah, it's all so it's um, really interesting if they finally come to fruition with this idea. And um, I mean, the most we can say is we we know they're trying to diverge as best they can from what Sony and Microsoft are doing. They, we know and, yeah. they are trying not to do the same thing. They're aware of their status in the market. Sure, and, and I think that's I think that's also smart because there's no way that they should compete because like Sony and Microsoft are pretty much just building PCs now and putting them out as constant. You know, so it's like, oh, you can have a 4K whatever P, like PS4 Pro or or it's a Scorpion is the other thing. Yeah, and like sure, fine. Like Scorpion, I think is going to be the ultimate whatever. But it's just, like you can buy a PC or build a PC for that or cheaper and and still do that. But also. Our infrastructure of internet isn't ready for 4K. It's not, you know, like, I don't know. There's only a certain point where you can get, like, Nintendo's doing their own thing and they're slowly playing catch-up. Like, this, I think the NX will be maybe as powerful as a, a Xbox One or a little bit less or whatever. But, like, what they're doing with it, like, Breath of the Wild looks amazing. Yeah. You know, and, and like... I don't need to see the blade of grass in each, like, you know, a higher resolution to, to, to love that game. You know, so, like, I really appreciate and I'm glad that they still exist in a world where two companies are just, like, more power 
in more war games. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, the that Nintendo. I I did not uh, invent this phrase, but Nintendo has for a long time tried to commoditize fun as yeah. opposed to like pinnacle state of the art graphics mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I, I love like I would love. I always thought about getting a PS because like PlayStation and Sony and stuff was always my um, other kind of like thing, you know, besides Nintendo. And so I always am tempted to get a Sony. I have a PS3, um, like the PS4 because my my brother has it. And like, there's some really cool games on there. And like, you know, I never got to play Imperial, not Imperial Assault, but uh, Battlefront. Um, or uh, yeah, I, I played um, Doom. Doom. You know, from yeah. Ron Pete's stuff. So, like, it's really cool, but, like, at, at, at sometimes you want to you want to pick up, play for a little bit, be done. Those games don't really allow for that. It's like you're paying for it, and you're going to keep playing. Oh, you want to save it here. Well, you got to wait till the next point. You know, like, it's just, it's just a constant versus you can easily pick up a Nintendo. And, like, they haven't changed. And that's what I love about it is because it's a game. You know, they'll have a first-person shooter, but it'll be a shooter. But it'll they, be, yeah, was, yeah, they have their own take on the, the, the idea. It's kids that might be squids or might be children that are painting a wall. And whoever paints the wall on the floor better wins. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that was their first... Like, they're not going to let that franchise go. So, yeah, like, I, I can't wait to yeah. see what they do in future versions of that, you know? Um, so, it's... I, I really... I'm a big kid at heart, and Nintendo's part of the reason because I I love the fun and playful and weirdness aspect of a lot of the things that they do. Yeah, I, I totally am with you there. I'm looking forward to the new Zelda just as much as mm-hmm. I looked forward to like Ocarina of Time, even though those, in many ways, are I mean, they're spiritually the same game. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, it's it's about um, say change. It's like the change in formula about the, that that kind of. Rep- revolution of the game like it's it's as much change in one game as ocarina of time was for the series that it's time that makes sense yeah no i i get what you're saying yeah, yeah. they're they're the change now is like in terms of like the yeah the open worldness i guess yeah and and Which I, we'll see more as we yeah get I, closer and i think that that game i, th- I think the future zelda titles will also be that kind of open world type thing versus the i don't know i, I i'm gonna I'm gonna love it. So we'll keep our eyes peeled. Yeah, ears to the ground. So surprising, and a lot of the things I want to talk about are Nintendo related. <laughs> <laughs> quite all right. Quite yeah. all right. Um, so yeah, yeah. And as far as myself, just to tie into that a little bit, I wanted to talk a little some about Nintendo's history, putting their properties on third parties or at, acting as a third party to other companies on their devices. And yeah. Then, there's just not a lot of that, especially in America. We haven't seen that very much because Nintendo is so tight-fisted with all of their material. Mm. And you can see why, especially when we talk a little bit about some of what they've done. Uh, so, I mean, before even before the NES even came out to America, you could play Nintendo games. I mean, of course, probably the most famous one was Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. But Donkey Kong would also be available... On a variety of other systems, you could play it on the Ataris, the the ColecoVisions, and stuff like that. Interesting. And then when 
Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers the came one, out. Where you battle each other in the power brick in the middle of that thing. Right, yeah, like the lobster walks out of the yeah. pipe, he gets to the bottom, and he's pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was available on the Atari 2600. Uh, so that, and it's, Atari 2600 is this mutant thing that they were releasing games for that for like almost 20 years. Wow. But like the last games for the 2600 came out in like 1990 or something like that. Wow. It's crazy. It's beyond me. But uh, anyway, so these games existed, but that's before Nintendo wanted to enter the home console market here in America. That was when they were making, they brought some arcade games over, but pretty much they were still in Japan playing there. The Famicom, which is the Japanese name of the Nintendo, that was the number one system. There was nothing else remotely comparable. There's a whole generation of adults now who I mean grew up and that was the thing you had you had the Famicom like uh, even going into the 16-bit area where, where it was Super, Super Famicom yeah Super Famicom versus the Mega Drive which we call the Sega Genesis oh okay uh, the Genesis was nothing in Japan it was only in America well America and Europe to be fair where the game they, they were able to gain some ground Sega was mm-hmm. but anyway uh, so getting back to third-party games uh, so when you, you know you bring the Nintendo over, they're very interested. When people come onto their system, first off, they're very, very interested in making sure that they control the intake of games, and that they always can make a little money off every game that's made and sold, even if it's not their game. So first off, they limit companies. They limited companies at the time to only bringing over like five games a year. You can only release five games every year on a Nintendo console. So, like, Capcom, five games. Konami, five games. All all those, no matter how big or small you were, it was always that. They relaxed after a while to make it easier to give a couple companies preferred treatment and give some loopholes, but at the start it was five. And that was because earlier in that decade of the 1980s, there had been this huge crash in the video game market, where at, at the time, I think video games are pretty much a part of our media now, a part of our culture, but they, oh, then, yeah, they, yeah. then they were still a fad. It was like, our video game's going to go away forever. And, and so Nintendo wanted to limit the intake. And there were, even in Japan, they had, the market had been flooded by tons of garbage ports and really poorly made games that had come out. The E.T. game. Yeah. Pl- plenty of E.T.'s that you can find for the Famicom that never made it out over here because they were just bad. Mm-hmm. They weren't holding anything back on us. Most of the good stuff came out here. And it's just that they wanted to limit that in, that uh, output. Mm. And then on top of that, you had to buy the cartridges, the actual physical media from Nintendo. So they always got a little bit of extra money out of every transaction. Okay. So, so do you yeah. think that, like, that being interesting as it is, do you think that they're... Well, I guess it's a, way, it's a totally different thing now because, like, there's a rumor that the NX is going to be cartridges, but like they can just go to a company and get you know like SD cards now. Um, they, they won't. I don't think it'll be the same kind of patenting type thing, right? Well, I wonder. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm sure they had they, they have no choice but to have loosened up their standards over the years. But I mean, if you think about it, the Nintendo 64 made with cartridges, yeah. the GameCube, yeah. the GameCube they used their own special proprietary <laughs> disc type. They didn't use DVDs. They had those mini. DVDs, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, even with the DS, the 3DS, those are all 
those are all cartridges. And yeah, I mean, the, the technology is advanced. I mean, the uh, Nintendo cartridge and an NX cartridge are not the same thing. Sure. You can play an NX game and you will have stereo quality sound and full motion video on your cartridge because storage has improved significantly oh, from yeah. 1986. You can, you can get like a 32 gig cartridge or, or even, I mean, for the, I'm trying to think for them to mass produce something like a 32 gig would fit all of whatever game they want to put on there and more, you know, like that's, you know, it's, and those are pretty easy to get now. Right. SD cards. So, but I just, I bring this all up because they are as much as they've probably been put on the back foot by the, the failures of pretty much everything except for like the DS and the Wii. Mm -hmm. uh, they are still very, very selective on how they use their properties and, it was not a small thing that they put Mario on there, but they're definitely they're definitely not going to make like Mario Galaxy three for the iPhone. Oh no, not yeah, that, yeah. Not, that will never that will never happen. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think they're 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 going to, I think they're going to change, and like it's so interesting because like you know Pokemon Go is kind of I mean Mitomo was but Pokemon Go was kind of their first game um, that you know had the Nintendo thing on it and millions of people it changed the way that people acted it and made people go outside you know so it's like i was like yeah this is how nintendo does mobile games it's like a lot of i think of mobile games i think of oh this game is great but i need to pay another dollar to keep it going or something like that but like they're actually still trying to bring quality and i think they might even change the landscape a little bit of the mobile game community because like that mario game you know it, there have been other runners there's been a sonic runner game you know but like this game I, it's gonna it's gonna make a ton of money more than like it's gonna set records probably yeah. you know and and uh, and this will be Nintendo's first true crack at it because yeah. like uh, Pokemon Go was, yeah. was developed by Nintendo. licensed by yeah so yeah, li yeah licensed by Nintendo uh, but like yeah so like this this game uh, I mean you'd, you'd like to think they will bring something new to the table that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, and that's the thing is like is there is how strong their IP is and and, and 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 it's not even like it's just a kind of a runner game and there's some cool things and you know it can't, it's a very you can play you can play with one hand but that's like their, <laughs> you can eat an apple so that's like their 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 thing and like um I just and like then they'll be like, oh, you like that? Then here, here's a two dollars or three dollars off our full game for our NX system. You know, like for like they're gonna have their strategy if it goes the way you know, just putting out tastes of their stuff to get people back in. You know, like it's such a smart. It's so it's if they do it right, it's gonna be like so smart for them as a business. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to see. I mean, people. Console gaming as a whole is an, an aging uh, market. Yeah, and or, that's. And I think they're getting the hang. They, they're getting because the I mean, they want to keep their mobile stuff like 3ds stuff going, but like, but kids don't buy 3ds's anymore. Anymore, they, right? They get an iPad or an iPhone, and that's what they use because they don't need it. Because their mom, their mom has an iPhone, and he can just throw their iPhone. You know, like they, yeah. And then they get used to. They get used to. I knew when I worked at a photo studio, kids like four, three or four had their own iPads that they play, you know, because, like, their mom, because adults are familiar with that. Adults aren't familiar with, like, what is, what is, uh, what is it, what Nintendo is it? I'll get and you. Nintendo does themselves no favors with that, too, because you have the, the 2DS, yeah. the 3DS, the 3DS XL, 
the new Nintendo 3DS, the new Nintendo 3DS XL. Yeah, These are all available either secondhand or first right. through stores right now. And then there's also, I mean, DS, DS. And they're all the same. They're <laughs> all actually the same. The DS Lite, the DS the XL, you know, the three, the DSi. Yeah, before that. All yeah. of that. So, like, it's all... If, if I... If, if I was somebody who didn't know what a DS was, and I saw a closed 3DS, new 3DS, and a closed DS Lite, how am I going to know the difference? You know, like, so, like... It'd be tough. Right. So, I think that... I would know the difference. Yeah, oh, I would, too. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would know yeah, 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 yeah. I totally get it. Um, but... But you look at how Apple does it with their iPhones. So you have the current model, yeah. and the one before it, and the, the rest are out, out of there. You know, and... yeah. I mean, I'm not advocating for forced obsolescence, by the way, but from their perspective, it's better this way. Yeah. To make it cl- cleaner. Yeah. And I mean, there's tons of, and then they, they do a lot of good recycling programs of stuff with their old, their old phones. So, which I think, so like, I, you know, I think that with the NX, they'll have a good platform to where they're doing, because like they're, they want to do console stuff, but like if they're using a Tegra X2 chip, you know, that was, that's rumored, then like they're, they're, System is going to be just by itself portably a powerful system, and if they have like a boost, like a dock that has extra RAM or something, you know, to make it run faster and better, like a processor or something, then um, it's going to be uh, even better. Like you know, it, it's going to it's going to work. I just for some reason I just, I just spaced because I thought of an N sixty four in like instead of the cartridge slot. Would be the slot that you put the portable version of the NX, uh, and then like it just sits there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the design how they do that, but yeah. So I, like, I think they're headed in the right direction because there's only so much po- like with the other guys. There's only so much power that you can do and get. You know. Yeah, they're running into their own issues, like battling against the expectations of like what a game should look like and how that compares to a gaming PC because they're competing for the money of adults who yeah, are enthusiasts yeah. about video games who have the income to go out and buy a PC. Yeah. In, uh, so, like, in a similar sense to, like, versions of things, there's a PS4 Slim, a, the old PS4, a PS4 Pro. Yeah. And then there's Xbox One, Xbox Slim, One Slim, yeah, and, then and then Scorpion. Have, yeah, to, to be determined, the Scorpio. Whatever. Yeah. Scorpio? Oh, yeah, Scorpio, yeah. How can you forget the name of Hank Scorpio? <laughs> Who's Hank Scorpio? Oh my god, you don't know Hank Scorpio? I don't know Hank Scorpio. Ever seen a man wear a jacket backwards before? <laughs> well, one. One time. Uh, okay. I think I know. That. What, what, oh, this sounds so familiar to me, but I don't get Hey, Homer. Which country do you like less? Italy or France? Uh, France. <laughs> no one ever says Italy. Okay, so it's a Simpsons reference. It's a Simpsons reference. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm not good with Simpsons references. Well... Maybe you should try. I, I mean... Get good, scrub! <laughs> you know, at, at some point, I thought, I was like, oh, you know, when the show's over with, I'll watch it, but... <laughs> yeah? It's as old as yeah. me. <laughs> or old as... It's 986, right? I don't know. It's, depending on if you count the Allman show, it's like 88, and then the actual show started like 89. Wow. And yeah, it's still going. They said for this... I read an article via Twitter that for the 600th episode... They're going to bring back the ghost of Frank Grimes, and he's going to team up with Sideshow Bob. And it's okay if that doesn't mean anything to you, because it's meaningless if you know what those characters, who those characters are. It's uh, that's awesome. They, uh, 
the Simpsons, they, they, they're just doing the family. They did the Family Guy crossover uh, a year or two ago. They did the Futurama crossover too, right? That too, yeah. And like the beginning of the Futurama thing that said like, from the show they lost, it doesn't have any more episodes to the, they ran out of episodes to the show that ran out of ideas. <laughs> uh, and then the Family Guy episode, it's an hour long and like, Peter gets tired halfway through, and then he's like, I'm sorry, I only do this for a half hour usually. There's like a lot of fourth wall breaking things, and it's it's uh, what Bart gets like. Chris asks Bart how long he's been bullied for, and he's like, 25 years oh or something. God. So it's, yeah, it's, they're having fun with it. You know, good for them. I'm glad they're having fun with it. Yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, uh, maybe I'll go back and watch season four for the ninetieth time of uh, of the Simpsons. Simpsons? Okay. Yeah, and it sounds like we kind of rambled off topic yep. here. So let's bring this episode of So Many Bits to a close. Dan, if you want people to find you either on social media or in person, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on, I guess, Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handles ain't got no tweets. Uh, I don't really tweet a lot, so you know you can do that. Otherwise, I would just promote the website Second Wind Collective and. In my podcast, Talking Wild with Dan, where I talk to animals. I was on an episode of Talking yeah, Wild. You were. I don't know what specific. It was like episode. I remember the episode, but I don't remember what number it is. But uh, it, you're you were a uh, a falcon. Was it a falcon? Was it a peregrine? Peregrine. Falcon? No. No. It was another bird that I never heard of before. Oh man. Oh man. This it wasn't is... a quail, but it was like anyway. Just the, we'll check out the second. We're check re- out Talking Wild. You might be able to check out me if you can find my episode on there. Yeah, we're re- revamping the whole site soon, so it's going to be nicer looking and fancier. And uh, yeah, so just stay like us on Facebook and, and all that. That's that's where I would say. All right, and as for us, we can be reached by email at so many bits podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, we're so many bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at so many bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate and review or listen to us on SoundCloud. And last but not least, please check out the rest of the Second Wind Collective for other podcasts. Support independent art. The spirit of Dell compels you. Tetris theme.